Hey sportsman, John Bergsman here with this week's Hot Bites Fishing Report. And today we got four great reports for you. Huron, Ohio perch fishing, Traverse City bass fishing, Indian River perch and walleye, and ending up with Mullet Lake mixed bag. We're coming to you today from Captain Chuck's 2, which is an awesome partner here in the Ludington region. And we're gonna show you throughout the reports today just some of the great stuff. But so you know, they're not just a fishing shop. They got hunting stuff here galore right now, as well as ice fishing stuff is getting set out on a daily basis. If you're in the Ludington area, check out Captain Chuck's, but stay tuned for this week's Hot Bites Fishing Report. Hey, for our first report of the week, we're gonna start at Huron, Ohio in Lake Erie. Now, a good friend of ours, Josh Wiles from down there, was out fishing last weekend and he finally bumped into a really good group of perch just east of Huron, Ohio. So if you're looking at a good port to go out of either Huron or Vermilion, and the perch are sitting right basically in front of Cranberry Creek Marina, according to Josh, in 24 to 25 foot of water. Now, he was catching them on perch rigs, spreaders or perch pounders in orange, green, or yellow. And he was fishing them pegged right to the bottom with a one ounce bell sinker. So this is the first really good fall report we've heard from a reliable source. Josh is a great guy and a great fisherman, and he fishes a lot in that Ohio region in that Erie Shores and Islands region for both walleye and perch. Now, one of my tips would be if you've got a spot lock trolling motor, um, spot lock yourself up after you've graphed and found some fish. This is one of the keys. A lot of people like to just go out to a known spot and start fishing. When perch fishing or walleye fishing, I'd really suggest that you graph around. These fish are in 25 feet of water. They're not gonna spook from under your boat. Find yourself a good concentration of fish. Go ahead and spot lock your boat and start fishing. You can always release your spot lock, drift a little bit until you get a bite and then re-spot lock your boat or re-anchor your boat. Hopefully you're not having to chuck an anchor in the water anymore, it's a big pain in the neck. But these perch are gonna only get better as the water cools down and the weather gets cooler. But of course, here on Ohio in that Erie Shore area is gonna stay a lot warmer than us. So this is a bite you're gonna see happening all the way up to ice probably early December. So again, Perch 25 feet of water east of Huron, Ohio, between Huron and Vermilion. That's this week's Huron, Ohio fishing report. Good perch fishing going on right now. Hey, and one other thing I wanted to bring out to you is if you see these little banners on the bottom of the fishing report that go across the bottom of the report, these are local businesses that pay money to bring you these reports every week. So when you're down in that Huron, Ohio area, patronize those businesses, look up that hotel that supports the show or a local bait shop that supports the show or even a restaurant. Those people are critical to us continuing to bring you these reports. We're here at the mid-October time of the year and for recreational boaters who are starting to put your boats away, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, there's these three tips. Completely drain the water out of your engine so that there's no breakage to the internal pumps. Number two, completely fill your gas tank. Don't leave it empty, fill it completely. And while you're filling it, add Merck Precision Care's Quick Store to your gas. 
This will protect the gas, keep it stable, so that when you go to use that boat in the spring, the gas will be perfectly good and you won't experience any gumming issues. Those are your three tips to self-storage at this time of year. So the next report we got for you is Traverse City area and Captain Tony from Up North Smallmouth Charters has told us that there is awesome smallmouth bass that's been going on basically all year. But of course, at this time of year, it really gets rolling good. Uh, these big smallies really will beef themselves up through heavy feeding in the fall. And we're going to talk just a few locations or, or general locations, but more specifically presentations of how you catch these fish. Now, if you're fishing Traverse Bay, obviously that's going to be weather dependent. Uh, wind is, is going to be your biggest enemy there because you're going to have to have boat control. These fish right now are holding relatively deep, 30 to 40 feet down. That's that's a classic northern, uh, northern Michigan late fall pattern as those fish will set up on deep breaks accessible to shallow water where you have a real steep ledge that goes and a lot of times you'll find those fish on the deep side of that ledge unless they're up actively feeding. Now those fish are able to be caught in that deep water. You just have to have good boat control and the right presentation. The right presentation for deep water ledge fishing is a drop shot. Now I usually use my go-to as a chartreuse dream shot by Strike King, uh, fished on really light line. Even though these are big fish, you're going to want to have about a six foot, um, you're going to want to braid on your main line about a six foot uh, fluorocarbon uh, trailer there that you're going to tie your drop shot rig to. And I like to fish six pound test. I realize that sounds light, but these are cold water fish and they can be finicky. So a chartreuse dream shot, also a ghost color dream shot by uh, Strike King. Those two colors have been really good up in the, the clean water of Traverse City. Anything that imitates a goby is probably going to do a good job, but for some reason that, that chartreuse does a really good job. Now, if you're fishing inland lakes, there's, it really opens up to a lot of different things. A good search bait when you're fishing for smallies on inland lakes is just a swim bait at this time of the year. A four or a five inch swim bait, you know, pegged on an eighth to a quarter ounce casting jig with a big hook is gonna be a great, a great way to search fish out. Another really good way to do it, believe it or not, is an umbrella rig, an A-rig. Um, uh, they work really good in the fall when you slow tumble them on deep flats like Mullet Lake or uh, Burt Lake is where I dummied into this presentation, but you get on these, these cold upper, I mean these cold upper Michigan lakes around Traverse City and you fish those deep edges and on the inland lakes, it's more 20 to 25 foot on that deep roll and you cast A-rigs, let them sink all the way to the bottom, give it a hard rip and then just slow tumble it along the bottom and bring it up. And a lot of times the smallies will follow that A-rig all the way and hit it halfway up once it makes that turn to come up. They, they, they do hit it too on the tumble on the bottom, but it's real, real normal that when that directionally changes and leaves the bottom and starts headed up, that's where they make the decision to hit. Of course, tubes are really good this time of year and drop shots on the inland lakes as well. But if you're looking for a great smallmouth charter here in late fall, give Captain Tony a call. If you're looking for awesome stuff to get, Traverse Bay Tackle, our partner up there, does a great job too, so stop in and check them out. But whatever you do, put Traverse City on your list of things to do this fall because the smallmouth fishing in that region at this time of the year is lights out. 
Hey, you know, we talk about spot lock a lot on this show, and uh, spot locking is basically doing away with the old conventional anchor and rope system. One of the keys to spot locking is having enough power and the right power to be able to use that all day long, whether you're trolling downwind or whether you're holding in a big wind. I trust Odyssey batteries. You know, I've used a lot of batteries in my career. Odyssey gives me three things that I like more than anything else, max power. I control longer or hold longer with my Odysseys than any other battery I've used. The second thing is 100% recovery when I recharge that battery. In other words, there's no loss. There's no memory loss. It goes right back to max full. And the third thing is Odyssey's exclusive 10-year warranty and can be charged up to a thousand times and get to that 100% recharge. Odyssey batteries, they're worth the price for me and my boat. So for our next report, we're talking about one of our favorite lakes, which is Burt Lake up in the Indian River area. Now this is go time for Burt Lake if you're into perch and walleye fishing because they become a little bit more predictable as far as location is concerned. Let's talk about perch first. You know, these cooler nights that we've had for the last week have got the perch starting to head out to the deeper flats, but you can still encounter them on dying weed edges with slip bobbers, leaf worms, wax worms, and things like that. My suggestion would be fish the 10 to 15 foot weed edge. That's the outer edge of those weeds. Typically on birth, the weeds stop at about 13 feet of water. So fishing that 10 to 15 feet of water just on the edges of those, those weed beds that are starting to die is gonna be the best spot to encounter any fish that are, any perch that are, or walleyes that are in that location and are on their way from the shallows to the deep. We're gonna concentrate most of our conversation though on how to fish the fall in those deeper flats. You know, a lot of anglers who aren't familiar with Burt Lake don't understand that these fish will hold in them 20 to 30 foot flats pretty much from, oh, the 1st of November all the way through ice out. And so finding those schools of fish, those little clusters of fish out on the flats is key. Now, when you're boat fishing, which we are, of course, right now for the next couple months, same thing applies. I'm an advocate of finding a group of fish with your electronics. Use your Garmin to find yourself a group of fish that you feel has enough numbers in a tight area to fish. Um, you can just drive those flats slow, you know, 10, 12 miles an hour, marking fish, marking clusters of fish. And of course, perch are going to show up quite a bit smaller than walleyes, but a lot of times they'll mix together in that depth range. So presentation wise for catching perch, well, perch are perch. And so for me, perch pounders or perch spreaders are going to be the best way to catch fish. I would tip them with minnows and I would fish them pegged right to the bottom and I would not be too lazy with them. In other words, I'd put pressure on my rod to keep a good tight line so you can feel those soft bites, but I'd also be willing maybe once every 30 seconds or so to just gently lift that sinker off the bottom and let it clunk back down with a little bit of force to create either noise if you're on gravel or sand, or if you're in silt, it'll create a little silt poof. 
And believe it or not, perch are super curious. They're a lot like lake trout in that regard, that the minute they see disturbance on the bottom or hear noise, they have a tendency to work their way toward it. And that's exactly what you're trying to do. You're trying to draw those fish to you so they can see your bait and then go ahead and take it. Now, if you're encountering walleyes on your graph and they're not biting the little perch minnows on your perch rig, you might wanna try dropping down one of the most newest innovative baits, which is a stick bait, a rapala, you know, that you'd use for ice fishing, a rip and wrap. That works super good when you're deep jigging these flats. Of course, you can always traditionally use like a quarter ounce jig and a minnow and work it real slow, again, pounding the bottom. But I have found, and I've talked to John from MFM Sport Fishing Charters up there who guides on that lake, that the rip and wrap is an awesome fall presentation and seems to outfish a jig and a minnow. So two bites going on right now on Burt Lake. Deep flats for either perch or walleye. And whatever you do, make sure you put bird on your list of things to do this fall. It's another one of those lakes that is just a can't miss if you go on nice conditions, meaning not too windy. Spot locking over top of fish on Burt Lake can be super productive. These reports are brought to you regionally by Midwest Steel. Now Midwest Steel is your carport and small steel building provider coming to you out of Grant, Michigan. So if you're in the southwest or southeast area of Michigan, Midwest Steel can travel to you and give you the best prices and highest quality small steel buildings available. Check them out online at Midwest Steel. So hey, our last report is from that same general region of Michigan, northern Michigan, but we're sliding across to the east side of the state to the town of Sheboygan, where lake trout fishing, although it's still going out of the port of Sheboygan, I would, tr I would change my emphasis now to Mullet Lake. Mullet Lake is an awesome fall opportunity for three species for sure, and sometimes four. And I say that because the sometimes four is not always predictable. Perch fishing is super good and consistent on Mullet Lake in the fall, along with trolling for walleyes in the basin areas or just off the edges out in the basin areas. And of course, smallmouth bass in the fall is lights out. Now, again, Mullet Lake is a super big lake, very similar to Burt, so you have to choose your days correctly. Going out on Mullet Lake in a 10 to 15 mile an hour wind will be a lot rougher than you think. So you've got to really look for winds 10 miles an hour or less. Um, when you're fishing for large, smallmouth bass on mullet, you're going to be fishing three different presentations, very similar to any northern Michigan like we talked about in Traverse City. You're going to be fishing deep edges with drop shots. You're going to be dragging tubes or, or casting swim baits. Those are the three ways that I like to fish that lake. Of course, A-rigs always work, but that's if you know how to fish them and you really enjoy chucking something that weighs about a half a pound. If you're just more of a traditional fisherman, the swim bait and the tube are gonna work just fine. And the drop shot is when you find a group of fish yarded up on a deep point and you can catch them one after the other. So I would target the north end and the major point on the north end. There's lots of sunken islands around that, that uh, point. And uh, it's where I typically go at the fall of the year and I almost always have great success. Now, out in front of the campground, the state park is where I like to fish for perch. 
that seems to hold a lot of fish year round. Perch spreaders on the deep edges, very similar to Burt Lake, where you're gonna fish basin areas where you're marking fish. These fish are very catchable, and the fish you do catch on mullet typically are keepers. You don't have to sort a ton on mullet. This is, again, a gigantic lake, and when you encounter fish, you're usually catching decent ones, although the numbers might not be limit numbers. Catching 10 or 12 really decent perch per angler on Mullet Lake is gonna do just fine for getting a great meal. Now, if you're trolling for walleye and the elusive steelhead, you're gonna search for those in the basin areas. Now, all fall long, walleye and steelies will hold together, suspending 25 to about 35 foot down. You can catch them fishing with tadpoles and small spoons. I like a little Dreamweaver mini spoon uh, in, in a shiny color or a UV color, brightly colored. You're, again, you're targeting steelhead and these things really like bright colors. And the walleyes are also susceptible to those brightly colored contrast type small spoons. You could upgrade to a Super Slim on a really, really nice pattern. If you get two or three warm, consistent days, they might upgrade to the size of bait to a Super Slim, but I wouldn't go any bigger than a Super Slim. I'd go either the mini spoon or the super slim, run on tadpoles and or lead core is another great way to get the baits down to these steelhead and walleye. Four to six colors of lead to get you down into that 20 to 30 foot range is gonna do it. And of course you can use the precision trolling app to get you down with the tadpole. It'll tell you exactly at speed how much line to let out to get you into the target range, as well as what size tadpole to use. But Last report of the day, it's Mullet Lake, and it's happening right now until ice up. Pick your days carefully because it is a little wind dependent, but have a great time in northern Michigan. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on the Hot Bites Fishing Report. We'll be bringing these reports to you midweek, every single week going forward because we feel it's super important to get a little deeper into every single region and how to catch these fish. And the only way to do it is to talk to you directly. Hey, if during the reports for each region, you see these little banners rolling across the bottom of your screen, know that these are contributors, people who have paid to bring you this fishing report. So when you get to their local community, look them up on the fishing report, Touch the banner link, get in contact with them, whether it's a room or a great guide or charter captain or a bait store like here today at Captain Chuck's. These are the people that make these fishing reports available to you. So patronize them if you get a chance. Hey, we'll see you next week on the Fisherman's Digest Hot Bites Fishing Report.